Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. I did, uh, I had a nice week a couple weeks ago and I bought a new tractor for my hunting place. So I'll get home and I'll be on the tractor uh, mowing grass uh, in the next week. I'll be very excited about that. That's going to be your reward. You're going to ride your tractor. Yeah, I might take a whole day and just put my phone away and go get on the tractor. I'm a little bit lost because I've never known an open champion to celebrate my mowing grass on a tractor. I got a lot of layers, man. I'm like a 105 horse Kubota tractor, and it's, it's going to be a pretty one. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services, and we're going to continue our reactions to everything that happened over the sports weekend. We'll have best and worst of the weekend coming up this hour, too, as well as your Razor Hog update. But uh, one of the things that happened over the weekend that had a lot of attention from Arkansas fans, Razorback fans, Razorback basketball fans especially, was the TBT, Team Arkansas, which we know in the past few years have become a team that has been made up of a lot of former Razorbacks, former in-state kids too, and uh, a few other players as well. And uh, they've been playing in the TBT tournament. Well, they took on the aftershocks over the weekend and unfortunately fell short 63-59, to but uh, still a lot of tractions being gained, a lot of attentions being gained year after year with Arkansas TBT and joining us now on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. We're going to talk more about it as we go to the head coach of Arkansas TBT. It is Monty Patel. And Monty, as always, man, we appreciate you joining us. It's been too long. How you doing? Man, I'm good. Just getting home uh, at about 3 a.m. last night, so kind of recovering from the day. Yeah, I was going to ask, uh, what, was that, what was that process like in the, in the travel and the arrangements and everything? But if you're getting in at 3 a.m., it sounds like it was a, a pretty long process the past 24 hours for you. Ah, when, when, when I lose, when I get frustrated, I just want to hit the road and get ready. And so we hit the road, and one of the assistant coaches driving, I rewatched the whole game. Uh, but, you know, it was, a, it was a fun experience, and we were happy. Just, you know, might as well get back when you get back. What was it like to uh, get Sonny Weems for that game yesterday? You went into past couple of games without him, and then you were able to get a bit of a boost by getting him back yesterday. Yeah, no, it was awesome. Uh, Sonny had, has his Weems week um, in West Memphis where he gives back to his community, gives out backpacks, gives out events, tries to bring uh, more more financials to his community and revenue. And um, So it was awesome that he was able to make it. Uh, he even texted me after we won the game on Friday and said, do you want me to come and play or do you want me to come and sit? I don't want to mess up anything we have going. And we're like, Sonny, the, the team, you know, I'll talk to the team about it. Those guys like, man, he'll fit right in. He, he's the same type of person as we are in terms of defensive-minded and, and whatnot. So that was that was smooth, and we were glad to have him and glad to see him playing a lot less than I think it looked like. Well, Monty, you mentioned uh, how, how frustrating it was as a game and then you rewatching the game in its entirety and looking at it. So just kind of walk us through, in your opinion, what you saw and some of the things that uh, didn't go right and uh, just the, the overall judgment of what you saw from last night's game. I thought we did a good job defensively. What you know, people, people don't realize is uh, people over, overvalued what Wichita's three ball looked like, and we thought you know they weren't a great shooting team, so we tried to play play the math side of it. Um, and they ended up going one of 20 from three, which was great for us. And, you know, then they go two of two in Elam. So, you know, overall, they end up 
two of 23 from the field, from the three-point line, and those threes were just some of our daggers. Um, but, you know, it's hard to play somewhere with 5,000 fans um, that are all rooting against you. I think I used all 40 tickets amongst friends and, and people that came to our game. So you're looking at, what, 4,960 people there for Wichita alone. Um, and that home court advantage makes a difference. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not one to blame referees. I just think, you know, some of the home cooking gets to happening. And, and we – calls just didn't come out favorable on 50-50 calls for us. And so that that hurt us. But even then, you know, like we told our guys in the huddle, they're getting all the calls. And it's a two-point game going into Elon. We're right where we need to be in striking distance. We just got to make shots. Um, I think we cut it to one on the Alex Robinson three. But we needed to outscore them five to ten, and right then it was five to five. Um, and uh, McGee hit the three for the game winner, and we just didn't get another possession. Monty, what was that environment like all together? You mentioned them having the home crowd behind them, but even in the previous two games, you're playing at Wichita, and then of course when uh, you go against the aftershock, they do have that home support behind them, and you were even picked up on camera saying hey man i realize we're in wichita but come on work with us here uh i mean it was it was frustrating just you know referee banter a little bit uh try not to be super disrespectful those guys i know they have a tough job but and i also know you know cbt needs to make money and so so you got to try to keep the home team in it by all means um but i mean overall the environment was fun uh you know i told our coaching staff and i told our guys in the locker room after the game like this is the best Wichita has to offer in terms of venue and, and crowd. Like, what's going to happen if we ever get it to Barnhill? We can get we can get the U of A on board to want to host a regional because I mean, five thousand seems like such a small number for what Razorback fans show out to. I know Bobby Portis had his Little Rock event um, uh, two years ago, or this past yeah, two years ago, um, his charity event, and I think he sold out the entire lower bowl of UALR. And I'm I'm thinking, you know, if Bobby Portis can do that, which, you know, Bobby's an incredible human being and player, if he can do that, why can't we sell out a TBT game at a Barnhill Arena? Bud Walton's probably too big to play in, but, I mean, a Barnhill Arena would be an incredible uh, place to have an event, and that home court advantage for us would be twice what Wichita got from them yesterday. So, Monty, I feel like we've actually had the conversation similar last year of what's what's the keeping it from happening uh, is it something that you feel like is feasible and that can happen, especially with the support? Or are there other barriers that you're having to work through that's kind of keeping you guys from being able to have a regional game, at least here in the state of Arkansas? I mean, I'm not throwing anyone under the bus by any means. Uh, TBT wants to do it. They they want to host in Fayetteville. They see the potential. Um, the, the second in command there of TBT, the, the, the operations guy, essentially, he said he's never seen fans go crazy at a baseball game when he's tuned in two summers ago to watch a, watch a baseball game at the Hobbs and I'm like, man, this, that game was regular. Like, this, this, you haven't seen, like, a tournament game. You haven't seen a regional game. I mean, people people show out in Arkansas. It's, it's, that, that's the easy part. So it's just a matter of really U of A and finding the right conversation with the right people. We've tried to reach out before and, you know, kind of like, oh, scheduling doesn't work. But I think we can make it work. It's a year out. Um, and uh, unless I'm just, you know, there's always more factors that, than I even understand, but there's got to be some way to get the event within a three-week window to have five days of games. I mean, we're not you're not asking for a lot at most a week, and the revenue that comes out of it for host regions needs to be profitable. And I know they had it at Memphis before, and they said Memphis blocked completely. Nobody came. I'm like, yeah, I don't think y'all understand Arkansas and Arkansas sports. If we have it in Fayetteville, you will, you will make that a better regional than you will um, Wichita. Is it possible to have it within the state of Arkansas altogether and not necessarily be tied to the campus? Is that something um, that's feasible? Yes. Some, somewhat. They want to have it on home, on home campuses of the team. I've already said to CBT, I don't want Team Arkansas to just be looked at as, as the University of Arkansas. And, I mean, you and I have watched Arkansas basketball for a long, long time, and you know, we know we've sometimes missed out on recruits that we didn't get that went to other other teams and whatnot, but these guys are still from Arkansas. They have pride for the state they have. Just recruiting is a different animal that people don't understand. So you want to try to get guys back um, that, that you know, wanted to play at Arkansas or didn't get a chance to play at Arkansas or took another opportunity other than Arkansas back on the team. I think 
honestly, in my mind, Little Rock seems like such a better place, only from the aspect of the airport has a few more options to fly in at a cheaper cost. Um, but I think, you know, UALR would be a great option. If we could if you could get um, Oakland involved and, and host it in Hot Springs, I think that would even be a great option as a, hey, let's go watch TBT and Team Arkansas play and have a little vacation on the side. Plus, you can gamble at the casino. So I think there's plenty of places you could do it with the right people behind it and the right type of support from our state. Speaking with Monty Patel, the head coach of the Arkansas TBT team here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Brattle Fine Jewelry Hotline. Uh, so, Monty, a question that we actually got uh, from a few of our listeners, too, is dealing with the roster and, and management and uh, the, maybe the, some of the challenges that come along with that because you got guys that commit, but then not everybody can play, and then they can't play, they can't play at these points. Like, uh, Just how is that as a, as a coach in, in the management position, tough and trying to balance it out and making sure that you got the guys, you got commitments, and they're able to make it happen and make it play because it seems like there's a lot of balancing acts that have to go on. I mean, people, people on Twitter is entertaining because they take their frustration out on me. I can't force someone to be somewhere. Hmm. What we do is, you know, we reach out. We have a lot of connections through Arkansas basketball, obviously. I have a great relationship with Coach Muss and his staff, and we reach out to different players through the phone numbers directly, trying to get them. Part of the problem is, you know, you look at, again, a Wichita region, they can kind of give some of the revenue cut to the players, so then they're getting paid for their services. Well, we... We are nickel and diamond everybody we can. A lot of our money is going to NIL, which is great, but we haven't been able to find someone that wants to fund our team fully. Um, and so that's one of the challenges. And, you know, some of these guys get opportunities in terms of, hey, I've got, you know, a $300,000, $400,000 offer to play in another country that just came up. My agent's going to tell me to take it, and then I can't play in this and change an injury, which you understand you want a cut of a million or you want a 300000 guarantee. You're going to take a $300,000 guarantee, like no doubt about it. So there's just little challenges that people don't understand that happen to the conversation. Yes, some, sometimes some unprofessional things happen, um, some no-call, no-shows, or or bail last minute, and it's very, very frustrating on our end. Trust me, I mean, we've got – we have a great staff put together of different college coaches through the state, and we had an NBA coach on our bench as well. So it's, it's frustrating on our end on how some of these things – pan out but at the end of the day we were so happy with the team we had by the end of it especially after the first game i mean we looked at how hard we were playing and we're like you know half the battle is is playing hard in this event versus coming out there saying well i already got paid and now i'm just going to kind of go out here and just poop a little bit but i don't want to put full effort in because that's going to happen to a lot of teams Um, i think we ran into that in the second game again no shot at kansas state but those guys are playing in all these incredible leagues where they get paid. They're getting paid on that team. And, I mean, I, I give a big shout-out to my assistant coach, Coach Mickelson. He's killing those guys who are playing in way better leagues than he ever played in because those guys just didn't have enough pride to want to play hard. So, again, roster has a lot of frustrations. But, I mean, we were thoroughly pleased with what we got. We, had, we were two possessions away from getting another round in to be playing Wednesday and on, on the home court. And if we play that game anywhere else in the country, aside from Wichita, we'd probably come out with a win on that game. Players move around also on TBT teams. You had Brandon Wood, who had played for a couple of different teams in the past. And last year, Trey Wade actually played for Team Arkansas. This year, he played for the Aftershock. So when you do have situations like that, like players not showing up, how do you go about reaching out to other players and getting them to be a part of the roster? Um, first thing we did was we got a list from TBT of all the teams that didn't make it. We went through and narrowed down who was playing in really good leagues, playing at high level. Then we would reach out to their college coaches um, to find out what kind of men they were. We wanted good human beings. We wanted good character people around. We wanted people that would be bought in, that you know had the right type of ego for us. Um, so that we started there. We would start with different guys in Arkansas. We also asked our players that are committed to the teams that are showing up that are responsive, hey, who else can we get on this team that can help us go to the next step that we can all play with? Um, you know, two of the players on the team, we're talking after we, we end up losing, like, we could have really made it further. The ball doesn't go our way. We we play, we play on someone's home turf, but we're maybe a piece or two away from really being able to do it. I mean, there's a plethora of options where, where you can put our team together and say, hey, if all these guys show up, and they sacrifice for the greater good because some of these guys will be better than their teams overseas would be. 
we could really have a shot to, to make some damage. And, of course, it's a 64-team tournament. It's very hard to win in any any setting whatsoever. I mean, getting to the Sweet 16 is very, very hard. You're playing against professionals. So, I mean, at the end of the day, again, you just try to get as many guys as you can that want to be there, and you play. So you mentioned 64 teams. There were uh, there were less teams this year altogether. And how did, how's this experience changed over the past few years? How, how have you seen it change in different ways, whether it's good or bad for TBT? Oh no, there was there was still 64 teams. Some of the regionals haven't even started yet. Okay, so um, so just yeah, just looking at the experience this year, then how how's it changed over the past few years? Just you, you learn every year what you need out of a roster construction standpoint. You learn, you know, who else you can get behind the team in terms of financials to help travel and make connections there. Um, but, I mean, the experience in itself is just learning what you can and can't do. I mean, a lot of these guys are busy coming back from overseas. They want to be with their families. It's a small event, so your training camp can't be as long because you won't have everyone there. Um, we, we went Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We we came into Wichita Wednesday. We practiced then. Did a walkthrough Thursday. We played. We did a walkthrough Friday on a back-to-back. We played. We we did a very small practice on Saturday. Sunday we go in and walk through one more time and then go through you know every game we're going through our scout and everything we have to do as the coaching staff. But I mean, you learn over time just the experience of you know how to get messages across clearly and quickly. What what players can adjust to and and what they can't um, on the fly. And, I mean, you know, you can see it on games. Sometimes our offense got stagnant. I think a lot of offense gets stagnant. Obviously, the more you practice, the more fluid your offense gets. Defensively, these guys know the same terminology because, you know, defense are a little harder to change. We just have to figure out what we think is the best defense in terms of playing in a game. But, again, those that comes with experience. That comes with a great coaching staff that I'm fortunate to have where, we can sit there and bounce around ideas on what we think is best until we come up with a collective that we're like, hey, I think this is the best game plan. And again, just a lot of credit to the guys in our on our staff and in our locker room. We executed game plans very, very well. The Kansas State coaches came up after uh, the tournament ended, and they were at our hotel, and they came by just telling us, man, y'all had us game plan to a T. Y'all knew exactly what to do. I mean, even some of the, the fans we had there, we gave them some ammo about the team that we found out personally just to kind of nag on some guys. I mean, you know, the experience just teaches you a lot, and it's fun. Um, it's a very good learning experience. Year in, year out, you get to coach pros, and you get to find out who actually acts like a professional every day. Uh, you also get to find out, you know, hey, this is why some guys are where they are and why they haven't had their break because they don't know how to handle their business. Again, that's not a disrespect to anybody. That's just, hey, you've got to figure out how to handle yourself professionally for opportunities that could come later in the future without burning bridges. But, I mean, overall, the experience was still incredible. It was stressful this year with the roster. But, we, you know, next man up mentality, and let's keep playing and figure out what we can do. Well, Monty, I know it's uh, really fresh, but uh, turning the page and looking towards next year, uh, what does it look like? Have you gotten commitments from guys uh, already as far as being back next season, or is it just kind of a, a new, fresh thing that you're going to look at it all and uh, see what you can do with the roster? Um, it just depends. I think everybody right now on our team would come back. I mean, we had a lot of great conversations after you know after i hit the road with with our staff and we, we were coming back to arkansas a lot of great text messages were came in um players were super appreciative of the preparation we had the way we spoke to them the way everything was just done at the level we do it at um that you know i think we could get everybody back the thing we have to do as a as a organization in a sense and a team is figure out okay one where is the regional going to be? Because that makes a difference. Obviously, if it's in a Barnhill Arena, which we're we're really hoping to try to get by 2024 to get it in there, you know, you might have to lose up Brandon Wood, who is a very very good player, because you're going to try to get as many Arkansas guys as you can. You might lose an Alex Robinson, who is a very great point guard, very good human being. Um, so it just it just again all depends on where we are um, and who wants to be there. I told all of our guys like you know we would take any commitment. And then we would play it out however it played out. I mean, obviously this year we ended up having 18 commitments and we had eight guys show up up until Sonny could make it when we had nine. So 50% of them stayed true to their word on what happened. Some of them did get injured, so we completely understand that. And some of them had contract situations come up, so we understand that. And then you got the, the kind of randomness that comes with it. But, I mean, 
it just depends where we go. In all honesty, if it's in Barnhill, I think we'd get a lot more people that would be interested, and that's where even as a staff we talked about, I'm going to have to say no to people, and then and it's going to need to be handled professionally because you can't put every top score that Arkansas has ever had on the same team. You won't make it up the first round. You've got to have guys that that do the the dirty things. Um, you know, I know I know Adrio. DT and Hunter, we would want back for sure. Those guys are incredible human beings, incredible players. They did a lot of great stuff for us. I thought that was big. The referee said DT out of the game yesterday. He was a big mismatch for us to be able to use. I mean, there's just a lot of things that go into it that I don't think a lot of people just understand when it comes to it. I mean, I wish we could make the dream team that everyone wants. I mean, I'm a Razorback fan as well. But we just got to figure out, you know, what situation we're in. And we usually know probably about November, November, December, where we're going to be in terms of, like, here's the region, and then they'll tell us where we're getting placed. So I'm hoping we can have good conversations with either the U of A or the city of Little Rock, who has reached out and shown interest in hosting, of uh, trying to get a regional here and then packing it out. And that's the big thing. The, the regional can't flop. Otherwise, we'll never get it again. But if we have one good regional event, the more people that come, the better the event turns out, the more time it's going to be here, and the more time that brings people to our city and our state. There are some unique things about this tournament, about these games. They have great sponsorships, Puma being one of the uh, the presenting sponsors. And when players hit game-winning shots, if they're wearing Pumas, they get a bonus for that. Yeah, um, yeah Hunter, uh, Hunter got the game-winner on the first one. He was wearing his Pumas, so he got $1,000 zelled to his account when the the tournament ends. Um, Brandon Wood, I think he was wearing Nikes. Um, and honestly, we we you know we want to help our players as much as we can. And we, we were like, do we just take the time out and and let them switch on shoes on the free throws? But at the same time, there's been crazy runs that happened in this tournament that you don't want a chance at. He and so we just said, you know what, let him go. He split them, but in the the split is all we needed. We needed one to go in, and it did. And I hated it, but you know he even understood at the end. He's like, we we need to win. We need to move on, like. We know the exposure out of this is incredible, um, and it gives it gives other agents and other, or excuse me, other countries teams film on players to find out, you know, how good they are. And I think a lot of our guys showed what they can do and their versatility from being more in a primary role than a secondary role, which some of these guys have had to do in a career. And now they're going to get a lot more opportunities to be able to go overseas and make some money. Well, Monty, before we let you get out of here, man, you mentioned uh, you know getting getting financial help and and everything and support. Obviously, uh, hopefully, people can make it happen to have uh, the regional hosted here in Arkansas. But if anybody wants to get involved and support and also uh, maybe uh, give some donations and everything to help the Arkansas TBT cause, what would be the best way for them to go about getting that information and making that happen? I mean, they can reach out to me directly. I'm, uh, my DMs are open. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff, and. People can reach out to me, and I'm usually the one that responds. I'm I'm I've got the general manager tag, so I kind of hand, handle out all operations, and I funnel it through some of the incredible staff we have. Um, Steva being one that handles a lot of, it, and Brandy uh, being the other. So just reach out to me. I mean, it, it's crazy because you know, even for a person like me, I'm 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 a high school coach. I know who I am, and you know, the first year we did this, I ended up losing a thousand something dollars on wanting to do this team, and we figure out how to how to run it and then you know last year was a good year for us in terms of roster and and travel but we made it so much further than even you know expectation because again it's a hard tournament that you know we end up breaking even which is the goal i i don't care if we make money in this or not i want to break even obviously you want to take care of players um where you can but i think you take care of players when when you host it and then the financial side of it gets taken care of for some of these guys to be able to really succeed and and be happy with what they're getting to put their body on the line to play. But reach out to me. Any, anyone's welcome. I, I love the interactions, good and bad. Sometimes people have some negative things to say, and I'll message them privately and say, tell me what you're feeling so I can kind of share with you because we need our support to go up anyways, and I don't want to fight fire with fire by any means. Well, Monty, man, we really appreciate you joining us. Uh, I know it'll be a great one next year, and uh, hopefully uh, there'll be a way that we can make it happen in the state of Arkansas. But uh, get you some rest, man. I know you're pretty tired, but uh, we look forward to seeing where it goes from here, man, and good luck the rest of the way. No, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm hitting the road for Lincoln, Nebraska, for AAU Thursday. So 
there's not going to be much rest for me. <laughs> Just keep coaching and having some fun. Hey, that's all you can do. Appreciate it, Monty. Thank you. All right, again, that was Monty Patel, the head coach of Arkansas TBT. And you can uh, find him on Twitter at Monty Patel, M-O-N-T-Y-P-A-T-E-L. DMs are always open if you want to get in on the support for Arkansas TBT. And, of course, he joins us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. we got to take a break, though. When we come back, best and worst of the weekend here on Out of Bounds. Don't want to miss it. It's the Average Guy Movie Review, Thursdays in the Zone, with me, Justin Acri, and Wes Moore. Presented by Rock and Roll Sushi. Our friends from Rock and Roll Sushi will come in and recap or look ahead to what's trending on TV, the big screen, Netflix, or wherever you get your entertainment. It's presented by Rock and Roll Sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors in a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. Rockandrollsushi.com. Sports Center. The Open champion is Brian Harmon, who was dominant in the tournament, winning by six strokes, shooting 13 under. Harmon's British Open win is just his third win on the PGA Tour and his first major win. He's the 15th American to win the Open in the last two decades. In the NBA, the Board of Governors approved a sale of the Hornets to a group led by Gabe Plotkin and Rick Schnall. Jordan's tenure as majority owner is over, but he will maintain a minority stake. In his 13 full seasons as majority owner of the Hornets, they had the fifth worst winning percentage in the league. And the Arkansas Travelers fell to the Springfield Cardinals 8-7. The Travelers will be back in town tomorrow hosting Northwest Arkansas Naturals at Dickey Stevens Park. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Stone's Throw Brewing's Block on the Rock 10th Annual Birthday Bash benefiting Preserve Arkansas is this Saturday, July 29th. Stone's Throw Brewing is shutting down Rock Street and having a big old party. Food trucks, beer from Stone's Throw and other Arkansas breweries and live music featuring big damn horns. $10 gate admission or $75 for VIP. Visit Stone's Throw Brewing on Facebook or stonethrowbeer.com for more details and to purchase tickets. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Brewskies is the spot for lunch downtown. Burgers, wings, sandwiches, loaded fries, and healthy options like wraps and salads. Prepared from scratch daily and made hot and fresh to order. Happy hour starts at 11 a.m. and those drink specials go with everything on the menu. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Monday night is poker night with two games nightly, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. only at Brewskies. In sports, every coach is looking for the winning combination. Arch Marine and North Little Rock is no different. The reason being, they have the winning combination. G3 boats with a Yamaha motor. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, so can you. It's just an acre for Coffin by Design West. Shop with the local folks and get exactly what you want. You can also shop from the convenience of your own home by going to KauffmanLumber.com. There's an online store with over 800,000 items in inventory that can be delivered straight to your front door. Items in inventory include everything from hardware to housewares, heating and cooling supplies, lawn and garden tools, sporting goods, store and office supplies, and there's a huge range of products in each area available. So go by their store in West Little Rock at 14900 Cancel Road or do your shopping online at KauffmanLumber.com. The extracurricular activities, the traffic, the nightly homework, the traffic, the finding time to eat dinner together as a family, the traffic. Back to school can be stressful. Thanks to Ziploc, meal prep doesn't have to be. New Ziploc bags with Stay Open Design have a patented stand-up bottom that helps keep the bag upright and a top crease that folds and holds for easy filling, unlocking a second set of hands in the kitchen. If only it unlocked a second set of lanes. New Ziploc brand freezer and storage bags with Stay Open Design from S.C. Johnson, a family company. We're going abroad for the first time in years to Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 103.7 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to play with Justin Moore, David, and Roger. Family Feud on Morning Mayhem brought to you by Southern Bank. Bank with Southern.com. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at HogsMeatMarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. 
You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Oh, man. Talk radio. Yes, talk radio. So boring, man. Okay, okay. The car just, just committed suicide. Shut up, man. On 103.7 The Buzz. It's a great time to get to Twin Peaks for happy hour, 2 to 7. Later, happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo starting as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online, curbside, or to go. Courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Twin Peaks has great drink specials during happy hour. Apps for $2.4 and $6. And Twin Peaks has plenty of seating inside and out. Wall-to-wall TVs to see all the sports action. Today is National Tequila Day. So get by Twin Peaks and celebrate National Tequila Day. And uh, they have certain specials there for you at Twin Peaks. So ask about the specials to celebrate National Tequila Day today. Wednesday, it's Women's World Cup. U.S. Women's National Team taking on Netherlands. And this is going to be a big sports weekend coming up in combat sports. Boxing, you have Terrence Crawford taking on Earl Spence Jr. And MMA, it's UFC 291, Poirier versus Gaethje 2. So second time that they're going to match up. But enjoy all the sports at Twin Peaks during the week. You have Major League Baseball going on. There's golf tournaments every week, and it is the place to watch all the sporting events at Twin Peaks and get something great to eat and drink. It's Twin Peaks. Eats, drink, scenic views. It is a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services here on Out of Bounds, and we'll get the best and worst of the weekend. Went along with Monty, but it was great stuff, and really appreciate him hopping on with us. Uh, before we do that, though, let's uh, go to the phone line. Shane is in Benton, patiently holding. What's up, Shane? Hey, yeah, uh... Is there been any update on Trevor Brazil and his rehab? I mean, as far as we have heard, at least the latest, is that it's gone really well. And, and in fact, uh, Muss didn't – I forgot how he worded it, but he basically said that he didn't want to uh, get too excited about it or say that he's ahead of schedule. But uh, as far as the outlook and, and his progress and where he's at, uh, it looks like you couldn't have better news than what we've been hearing about uh, about Brazil. So it looks like he's going to be full strength come season time. Okay, I had a, a question for it. Our, uh, Arkansas baseball got a big boost with uh, Adam Heckman. Looks like he's going to maybe be able to play this year, and I'll hang up and listen. I appreciate it, Shane. Thanks for calling in. Uh, yeah, I've just been out of the loop on baseball. I've, I haven't seen uh, the Adam Heckman story. I'll have to look that up for you, Shane. Uh, if that's the case, and uh, and figure out uh, which I've been referring to, because the last one I th- heard of was Molina and uh, him, him joining the team. But I'm sure there's another one. But yeah, we'll get that information to you, and uh, once we look it up and, and make that make that move. But appreciate you calling in. Uh, it is a reaction Monday, and with reactions come a lot of highlights and lowlights. So let's go ahead and get into the best and worst of the weekend. It was the best of times. In your have you seen anything like that? It was the worst of times. Nuts and bolts, we got screwed. Third down. It's time for the best and worst of the weekend on Out of Bounds. All right, it is time for best and worst of the weekend. I'll go and kick it off with the best of the weekend for me. Uh, I, I Chris Kane kind of stole my thunder on this, but at least uh, we had, we were same like mind. It's it was almost nostalgic to see Slam Ball being played. And for those of you who don't remember Slam Ball, it was like a early mid two thousands deal. I think it's on Spike T V, if I'm not mistaken. But essentially it was uh trampolines and uh basketball mixed together and they'd have to jump in off the trampoline and try to dunk it over people and if you know if you fall or whatever you just land on trampoline so you're able to avoid uh, more injuries than probably not. But still it was funny seeing it and the nostalgia that happened from it and uh, knowing the, the competition and having the free throws, it's it just really cool. But uh, what was also really funny to me was seeing uh, where it got a little bit chippy in one of the games, and even the coaches got into it, which, again, happens in sports. People go out on the court and whatnot trying to break things up, and you know things get a little dicey. But there's just something humorous about seeing people do it on a trampoline. You know, It's like it's one thing to do it on a court, but when you got coaches kind of grabbing each other, players, it's like on a trampoline. It's like doing it in a ball pit. You know, it's like it's just supposed to be a fun place that everyone's having enjoying themselves. It's such a lovely and innocent thing. But uh, things got a little chippy there. But still, it was just good to see that back. Funny to see that, too. And uh, I don't know if I'll watch slam ball religiously like I used to, but uh, it certainly was an awesome sport that I wish never would have went away because it was always a lot of fun. 
Best two Cincinnati Reds in a 4-2 win versus the Diamondbacks. They had back-to-back-to-back home runs by T.J. Friedel, Matt McClain, and Jake Fraley. So those are three runs that were scored, and they scored four overall to come away with the win versus the Diamondbacks. Uh, another of the uh, – actually, I'll go ahead and go to the worst of the weekend because i got more of those. Uh, and if we run out of time, we can uh, continue it on the other side. But uh, one of the worst of the weekend, I get – it's more of the a constant tradition like no other is dealing with, of course, practices bringing up in the NFL and, and camps and whatnot. But just the amount of times that it gets reported of a fight breaking out at, fall, at uh, training camp among teammates happens all the time. And I just find it so hilarious that it, it's somebody locally normally is the one that reports it. If a fight broke out during practice, then, of course, ESPN and people jump on. It's like, oh, a fight broke out. As if it's like something new or if it's something like, oh, it's just it's so terrible. And I don't have, this is just so out of the norm. How could this be a thing? It's not a story anymore. Like It happens all the time. It happens every single year with every single team. Now, there's obviously different variations of the fight. Sometimes it's just between two guys. Sometimes it's between units. It could get really bad. But overall, I saw we got reported with, with Jet, with the Jets and having some fights break out. And they're like, oh, it's, it's, this is the reason it's a story because you're going to get to see it on hard knocks. Like, yeah, and when we see it on hard knocks, it'll get covered, it'll get talked about, and they'll move on because it's all part of the game. It's all part of practices. There's nothing new. So just stop reporting it in the way of it's shocking. It's not shocking. It's the way it is. Best of Shohei Otani, he hit his 36th Major League leading home run, and he hit it in the last home game before the trade deadline. There's a lot of talk around Otani and possibly being traded, but if he isn't in an Angels uniform after this, once they make it back to L.A., then he went out with a bang with his 36th home run. If you're on Bet Saracen, you betting him to be an Angel next year or no? For betting on uh, it. No. No. See, I'm, I'm with you. I, I wouldn't think so either. Uh, also, another worst to Florida A&M football. They suspended all football activities because a rap video was filmed in the locker room. Uh, and it's just one of those deals from an artist uh, that uh, Coach Willie Simmons had to put out a statement saying that you know this won't be uh, tolerated or accepted. Uh, but now, according to just actually a few minutes ago, been reported that they have resumed team activities, but they wanted to, to get through and get all the facts and all that stuff. So just one of the things like, come on now, you got to be better than that. You know, you can, they don't want you know, using their locker room, letting that the rap artist come in there to shoot the music video with all the logos and everything around. Just can't be doing that, can't be having that, and you got to be smarter than that. Too. It was more about the lyrics mm-hmm. that came from that song. Mm-hmm. Well, it, again, it's it's the lyrics. And I think still behind the scenes, are like, hey, we're, they're not paying us money for that. Like, I think there's part of that, too. But, yes, both of those things went into the mix. Best to Javon Juana Walton. He's a boxer, but also he played on Euphoria. And uh, oh, yeah, he just signed that. a contract with Jake Paul. Mm. And so he's a boxer that's going to compete at 125. And a worse, the women's national team, U.S. women's national team in soccer, they beat Vietnam 3-0 on Friday, but there's a worse because there were so many complaints about coming away with a 3-0 victory and everybody saying, ah, oh, they should have beaten them and they should have scored more goals in that game. They had eight total shots on goal, but they come away with three. And there was a lot of complaining about the way they won the game. Yeah. They got a shutout. Yeah. There's no such thing as complaining how you win a game when you win the game, especially in that. Oh, by the way, about the thing about the Euphoria, I've never watched the show. You know what the only thing I know about Euphoria is? Yep. Sydney Sweeney. Yep. yep. She's great in that, I've heard. I've heard. But I've not, <laughs> not, I've not watched the show or anything uh, at all. Totally. Totally not watched the show. But either way, that's uh, Best and Worst of the Weekend. We'll have more reactions on a Reaction Monday. We want to hear from you, 501-661-1037. So was your Razor Aug update presented by True Service coming up next here on Out of Bounds. Hey, folks, it's Joey and Ryan here. What's up? It's summertime. Hey, we got some great Jeep incentives going on right now. 2.9% financing, rebates, discounts on Jeep Grand Cherokee on select models. We've got 1.9 incentivized rate plus $4,000 rebate. So for all you new Ram, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs during the Make This the Summer event. Or check us out on the web at redriverdodge.com or Red River. We deliver. God bless you. 
Mega Millions jackpot from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery is now more than $700 million. So, what would you do if you won? Take my mom to Las Vegas because it's her favorite place in the world. Kind of just go crazy. If I won the lottery, I'd build a football field in my backyard because I love football. Got your ticket? If not, visit your local lottery retailer for your chance to win the Mega Millions jackpot of more than $700 million. This is winning. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. Have questions about retirement, investments, or your money? Call our financial hotline. Dial 501-381-5228 and leave a voicemail with your specific financial question and our experts will answer it on the Get Ready for the Future show Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Get your financial questions answered by the pros. 501-381-5228. Call now. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and Genwell Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial. Meet Joe A, Hi. Joe B, Hello. and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with Autosave. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect. Support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase. Make more of what's yours. Chase Mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Okay, next time you're at the store, I dare you to not think about the unmistakable, fresh, clean scent of Irish Spring. Yeah, you heard me. I want you to resist picturing a shower filled with those sensational Irish Spring suds. And if you succeed, well, you got what my gramps used to call resolutitude. Not a real word. But let's be honest, you're probably going to end up leaving with Irish Spring. Because of its irresistible scent, and because you have zero resolutitude. Pick up Irish Spring today. It's free and it's the place to be. Free best car washes all week at the new Splash Car Wash on Reynolds Road in Bryant. Get your free car wash and sign up for an unlimited wash pass, only $10 for your first month. Free car washes this week at Splash Car Wash in Bryant. Attention seafood lovers. Eat My Catfish is back open in Little Rock. The new Eat My Catfish in Riverdale is located in the Riverdale Shopping Center beside the movie theater and Ace Hardware. Eat local. Eat fresh. Eat My Catfish. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501 794 2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. On your way to the Little Rock Airport this morning, while you're away, we're pampering your car. We can fix or replace your windshield, even help file the insurance claim. Imagine returning home to a car that has been washed and detailed, plus had an oil change, brake inspection, even a tire rotation. And if you return to a dead battery or a flat tire, we're there to get you back on the road. Fast, secure parking for less than municipal airport parking. Expressway Airport Parking, left of the airport entrance. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Your brother wants a shot of the Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm walking tall. You think you're ready to run with the bulls? I've been earning and burning, snapping necks and cashing checks. On 103.7 The Buzz. Monday here on the show, folks, and I know that it was a great weekend for so many. It looks like it's going to be a beautiful week here in the great state of Arkansas. It's a little warmer on that side, but still sunny nonetheless, and a lot of you are going to be getting your final vacations in. A lot of you making road trips. Well, if you're going to make road trips, do it in a vehicle that's safe, do it in a vehicle that's reliable, do it in a new vehicle with Guatney Chevrolet, because right now they have a deal going on that you will not believe, but it is so true. They have, get this, $7,000 off a new 2023 Silverado, coupled with a low rate of just 1.9%. 
you're just looking at those two deals, and you're like, my goodness, how, how, how are they doing this? I've never seen anything like it. Well, how about we throw a little uh, no payment for the rest of the summer? So you're talking about 2023 Silverados, which you have plenty of inventory on. Brand new trucks, $7,000 off, 1.9% rate, and no payments for the rest of the summer. You need to get on top of this, folks, right now by going over to Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville, 1301 TP White Drive. They got plenty of inventory. They also have pre-owned vehicles that are good enough for mom that you can check out as well. They got it going on, so wait no longer. Don't take my word for it. Go see for yourself at Guatney Chevrolet. You can also shop them online at GuatneyChevrolet.com and see all the inventory there. But, hey, listen, just do it in person. Go see our guy, Grant. He'll take care of you. All the salespeople will take care of you. Great service department, too. So no matter what your needs may be, go to the Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer with Guatney Chevrolet and GuatneyChevrolet.com. Uh, we'll have your Razor Hog update presented by True Service here in just a little bit as we're continuing on with the Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. Uh, before we do that, though, uh, let's go to the phone lines. We got Ryan, who's in Hot Springs. What's up, Ryan? Hey, y'all ever be like having a conversa- uh, conversation, something just randomly kind of hits you, just kind of uh, just a random fact you'll remember? Oh, yeah, that well, happens to I'm me gonna, every day. I'm, well, I'm going to tie that into to Razorback here and just say, well, they were talking about the Jamie Foxx thing and talking about the stroke thing over, over the weekend on, with Twitter and stuff. And it just dawned on me about Joe Adams, man. We don't talk about this enough. Phil, the, the, the kid has a stroke at 19 years old and still goes off to have a pretty solid season. And just to, to play through that and to deal with all that, I know it wasn't that severe of a stroke, but the idea, I mean, just the fact that he had a stroke at 19 and, you know, still accomplished what he accomplished, even later on in his career and later that year, I think doesn't get talked about enough. That's right. just kind of what I, just my two cents. I just thought I'd uh, throw that out there and kind of remind everybody, like, you know what, you know what, sometimes it's, you know, just because life hands you something that's not necessarily an easy situation. You know, you can still deal with it and still, uh, you know, have a good year. Yeah, well, it's so. funny you bring that up, Ryan, and uh, just because I had completely forgotten about that until you mentioned it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I, for, I, I remember it now and how uh, crazy it was because that happened in 09, November in uh, 09, yep. and uh, it, that was really before – social media was around, but it was really before social media took off, and so it wasn't like everyone was getting up to date, so you couldn't really hear from, like – Joe Adams himself in the same way that we can hear from players now. But, yeah, that was a that was a crazy and scary thing that uh, did happen. I couldn't imagine it happened to anybody at the age of 19, especially a, a healthy student-athlete on a football team in the middle of the season. Well, I mean, we very easily could have lost him for the year. And then, if I remember correctly, the first game back was, I think, two weeks after that because I know he missed the old Miss game for it. And he had a very solid game against South Carolina. And I just, like I said, I just feel like that's something that should be uh, kind of thrown up Throwing out there from time to time, and just brought up like, "Hey, look what he look, look what he overcame." You know what I mean? And that's my two cents. Hope you'll have a great day and go Hogs. I appreciate it, Ryan. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, I had forgotten about that, and uh, I was just pulled up the story from 2009. Yeah, Joe actually missed the uh, Florida and Ole Miss games of 2009, which uh, both those games Arkansas lost. We know about the famous Florida game and how uh, you know the officiating really took a took a role in that one, but uh, did come back to the lineup and. Uh, just uh, in two weeks and ended up having a great end of the season and a great career for Arkansas. So, uh, yeah, great mention there, Ryan. Really way back. Uh, let's see. There was a text that I wanted to say. Oh, yeah, this uh, comes from the 501. Also says, uh, hey, if you want some extra stomp in your chomp, remember to watch the Discovery Channel because it is Shark Week. Hosted by Jason Momoa. They've been running a lot of advertisement for that. It's only fitting for Jason Momoa, Aquaman himself, to be able to host Shark Week. And the thing is, is I actually like Shark Week. I watched, but I haven't watched it in like three years. It's I don't know why. I always enjoyed seeing it and enjoying the like you know the 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 filmmaking behind it is really cool. But for whatever reason, I just haven't had a chance, or maybe just haven't had the time to to sit down and watch it. Maybe I'll try to do that this year too. Because I like I like the I like the Discovery Channel the uh, things where you go behind scenes in nature and I don't know I think it's always just really fascinating to see how they get those camera works and how they get those angles too is always cool. It's all on Max now also so the app you can get everything from Discovery is tied in the Max. Is there there's not been an app that has changed more than freaking HBO because it went from HBO to HBO Go to HBO Now now it's just Max. Was it ever HBO Max or just Max? It was a HBO Max. Okay, HBO Max, and now Max. It's like, make up your mind. Yeah, because everything was HBO at the time, and now they've incorporated and pulled in so many more that 
It's Max. Well, now Twitter HBO is... HBO and much more. Now now it's Twitter has just changed its name officially to X. See, they wanted to be so. different, though, because they could have gone standard and they could have gone HBO Plus. Right. Or HBO Max Plus, but they changed it up. I they, think... They went different. Well, I think, like you said, it's it opens it up and broadens it to where it can be everything. Because, like, for instance, um, I, have H, I have Max, and one of the shows that's on there that I actually do enjoy is South Park. But I don't think of HBO and South Park. South Park's already on Comedy Central, you know? So it's like, you wouldn't think it would be on there. But if you just have it kind of a generic, it's like, oh, it's this whole thing. It's Max. It's just there. Then it can, you know, really broaden its horizons and have a lot of different content, too. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Disney Plus. They have a lot of different platforms yep. on that app in itself. And that's why it's Disney Plus. Because mm-hmm. plus all the others. I just, I just assume that Disney owns everything anyways. Like, they bought like 20... 20th Century Fox for like $7 billion or whatever it was. It's like that. They got all the rights to The Simpsons and things. It's sad. Disney prob- more than likely probably owns all of it. Uh, before we take a break, though, let's go ahead and jump into your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, just a few things for your Razor Hog Update. In-state kid, five-star, Little Rock Central player that so many people are after. Uh, is it Anor Boating? Is that Boating? Boating. Anor uh, Boating. Yeah, I got a great name already. He's narrowed his list of schools down to eight, and Arkansas is one of them. He's the 2022-2023 Gatorade Arkansas Boys Player of the Year. Averaged 16 points, six and a half rebounds, two assists, two steals, one and a half blocks as a junior, while also leading them to a 24 and seven record in the quarterfinals of the 6A tournament. Uh, he's 6'5", 205, and he's got Arkansas, LSU, Auburn, Georgia Tech, Indiana, Ohio State, Missouri, and Virginia Tech listed as his top schools while also planning to officially visit the Razorbacks on July 28th through the 30th. So that's going to be coming up here very soon. So always love to see the in-state kids have success, but when they can have it at uh, Arkansas, it means uh, a lot more there too. Yeah, so. great on him for, for staying put at Little yeah. Rock Central because we know a lot of times – They'll come in and try to get players to go to prep schools. Yep, and it's almost like a rarity nowadays to see a kid not only staying in Arkansas, but staying with his school and, and being there with the public school system and everything. It's a great it's a great sign, and uh, wish him nothing but the best of success, especially this upcoming season. And that's really it for your Razor Hog Update, presented by True Service. We'll take a break, though. Diddley Dawson of Hogville.net will join us on the other side of the break, so stay with us here on Out of Bounds. Your Arkansas Travelers have a new home. Hear every pitch, every crack of the bat on 106.7 Buzz 2. For the full calendar, go to Travs.com. It's the greatest game on dirt, and you can hear it at 106.7 Buzz 2. Hi, folks. It's Chris Zender here at Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. The summer deals are hot at Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood. Here's the deal of the week. We have 2.9% financing on new 23 Ram Bighorn and Laramie.